everybody, and welcome to episode 41 of the Double XP Podcast, your one-stop shop for video game news, personal opinions, and the occasional rabbit hole. I'm Mike, and joining me today from the quick bite of last week and all the way across the pond is... Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, I got out of bed for this one, so... Me too! <laughs> well, it's kind late. of your thing, so you kind of have to be here. Oh, I know... I'm just self-punishment we make. Ah, Jamie, we are going to be talking about video games. We're going to be talking about the Nintendo recap that just happened for the indie world. We're going to talk about the Capcom recap, and we're going to talk a little bit about the PlayStation 5 update. Two things which I couldn't care less about, and one thing that I absolutely love. I cannot wait. Oh, I wonder what he'll talk most about then. <laughs> it's Nintendo. I knew it. Mm-hmm. You're a part I've of the cult. Pokemon once. It's it's a cult, I'm telling you. Which Pokemon did you play? Um <laughs> Exactly. You don't Black even know. and white. Black and white, and then okay. I played X and I played Red. So I've yeah. played three Pokemons from different years. Okay, okay. I see you. I see you. I know you exist. They're the same game, but it's okay. They just remastered it and added a few little things into it. That's cool, that's cool. A Pokemon that's shaped like an egg, the usual. Oh yeah, little Togepi. Oh, I love Togepi. It's just shaped like an egg. Yeah. It took me a minute, but it's okay. Mm. Well, Jamie, so you did a quick bite with me, and now you're doing a full-on episode with me. So the one thing we like to do is we like to see what's been going on in your week. What have you been playing, and what's new in the video game world that stuck out to you? So uh, tell us, what have you been playing this week, or what have you been up to? Just a little insight of Jamie's life. I feel like Jamie's life has been spent under the sea, thanks to you. Um, I've just been playing Subnautica primarily for the past week. I have been dipping in and out of Elder Scrolls Online, but I have also dedicated eight years of my life to that game. So, But yeah, mainly just Subnautica. I feel like I started near Automata. I left that game in the dust when I discovered that I could just live my best life under the sea, beside a ship that blew up. But yeah, nothing really happened that I was too... I mean, apart from the Resident Evil stuff that happened this week. Okay, okay. I really love Resident Evil, so... What about yourself? What have you been playing? I mean, I kind of know what you've been playing, but... True, that's very true, uh... Subnautica, of course. I've been mm-hmm. dipping in and out of the water because uh, I went on a work trip and I was longing for it. I was just like, I just want to be where the fishes are. <laughs> I don't think you want to be around those fish in Subnautica, though. No, Some absolutely are- not. Some of them are like very adorable, and I'd like want to pick them up and squeeze them and be like, you're so squishy. And then and you s- cook it in the fabricator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then some of them I want to take a freaking harpoon gun and shoot their eyes out. Yeah, I really appreciate that you spelt the entire story for me, so that's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, below zero, I won't tell you a thing. I'll just react and you'll hear how I sound. Okay, are you picking it up on PC or are you going to wait for the console release? I'm going to wait for the console release. I've got I'm the PS5 version pre-ordered. I'm ready for it. After you sent me the video of the little penguin robot, I'm just like, let's do this. Yeah, they've been really good at updating the game over the past, I think it's been out two years now. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. But uh, the first one's been out models. for so long, but I just never played it. I feel like I do that with most games. I get really excited for them. I buy them. I play them. I'm not interested. And then like three years later, I'm like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Oh my god, that sounds like me and No Man's Sky. I haven't touched No Man's Sky. I haven't touched Control. I know oh. that's going to be a great game. I loved Alan Wake. They're doing a second one. Although I think Epic might be doing it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, so I haven't touched those. Took me a long time to play Nier, but only because Replicant's coming out that I'm like, I gotta finish it. I gotta finish it. Oh, that feeling oh too well. <laughs> I got Nier Replicant on pre-order. I've got Pokemon Snap on pre-order because they're both coming out at the end of this month. Near Replicant comes out next week. I'm surprised you can afford both of those games, considering Nintendo's been draining your bank account for the past couple of days. Well, you know, it's because Nintendo's on sale, and I have my account set up to... It says that I live in Oregon, so I don't pay sales tax. 
<gasps> He's a criminal. He's a criminal. No, I'm just working smarter, not harder. Very true. Wow, very true. That's what a criminal would say, though. That is true. <laughs> the next podcast you'll be airing it behind bars. Probably. <laughs> it's okay. I'll bail you out with my Scottish money. <laughs> okay, just uh, with info, like inflammation, not inflammation. Uh, <laughs> with inflammation. <laughs> inflammation. Why am I inflamed? You in prison. <laughs> I'm inflamed. Yes. Oh, no. I got inflation. B. With inflation, your Scottish money would have to be triple to get me out in the American jails. Yeah. I mean, I'll write to you. That's I can do that. They're going to open the letter. I think you put like a shank in there for me or a nail file so I can give my way out. I'll give you like soap and a sock. Wow, that points a very dirty picture. <laughs> of Here's course. Soap. It. Here's a sock. <laughs> it's not that I hate being here right now, but... You're taking away from my underwater adventures. Oh, it's okay. You can go find Ariel in a minute. Okie dokie. Alright. So, we just had a Nintendo Indie World Direct. So let's jump on into it. Yay! So with this, the Direct had a few games. uh, Well, not a few. Actually, a lot of games. Debuted and announced. uh, And... So let's just roll down this list and we'll try to give our best thoughts on the certain type of game. And let's get started with the first game, Road 96. Road 96 is a stylish first person game with the protrude narrative from a French studio, DigiArt. You can seamlessly take 148,268 different routes throughout the game, encountering any number of characters and scenarios. That weave you and the your own road trip inspired by the road movies from the 90s. So from the trailer itself, you uh, see a kid saying, hey, it's me. I'm at a gas station. I'm at a diner. I'm at a bank. I'm in the city. And I just met a boy. I just met a girl. I just met this person. And they're looking for Tom. They're looking for Frank. They're looking for Francesco. <laughs> and it's just multiple, multiple different. It's like... You start off in one point, and it's like multiple different points that you can start the game off in, and then you just branch out. That's too many routes for someone to take through a game. You know somebody's going to take all 148,268 Oh, probably. Routes. I would take like one, and then I'd be like, no, I can't do it anymore. And they're like, there's yeah. so many characters. I'm like, no, fuck this car. Because I feel like road movies from the 90s in the UK were completely different from road movies in the 90s in America in the Americas. In the Americas. People usually ended up dead in the UK ones. So if that's the like, type of story we're going for here, I'm all for it. Sounds like you watched a lot of horror movies as a child. Yeah, my father liked to instill the sense of fear into his children, so. Oh, very nice. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. I watched the trailer. I know that they're going for this whole, oh, you can grow up on the road sort of feel, so. Yeah, he goes from, uh, we're trying to find a friend, I'm trying to discover myself, we're running from the cops, we're running from some bad men. Yeah, it goes from, like, cute little boy with a handheld to, like, Borderlands 3, everyone's gonna die in, like, two seconds. (laughs) It goes from, like, decent little G-rated movie to Mad Max. (laughs) Pretty much. Really good movie, I've never seen the video game. I've never played Mad Max a day in my life. Hmm. Next thing we got is Aerial Knights Never Yield. It's a 3D side-scrolling runner set in a futuristic Detroit. Uh, it takes for platforming parkour, and it's got one heck of a soundtrack from what the creator said. Uh, you can get the whole game on May 19th. Uh, I'm not much of those like run and jumps. Uh, they kind of look like Crash Bandicoot to me almost, like the style of it. You're just running, oh. you're jumping, you're dodging, all that fun stuff. It just makes me want another Mirror's Edge game, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but Mirror's Edge was first person. Yeah, that game was so good. That game, oh. Maybe I'm going to have to reinstall it. Yeah, I mean, I always suck. Uh, I have it. I have them both. Mm. I never was good at the Crash Bandicoot levels that involved me running away from boulders. Although... When we did that one in It Takes Two last night, you died and I did not. So honestly, yeah. that makes me feel achieved. 
I have evolved as a person, and you've just devolved. I yeah, I have. I it's fine. It's because I wasn't being chased by a boulder. I was being chased by a freaking mole. We were chased like forty moles, but that's okay. Yeah, one broke its back. Yeah, that game is wild. What is up next? Next, we have two games that are coming from the same creator, Last Stop and Hindsight. Oh, so they are. I did not see that. They were from Arna Partner Interactive. I have played Virginia. I see that it's being produced by the creators of Virginia Last Stop. Yes, and then Hindsight is also an emotional, driven time travel story. Oh, so it's a game for me then. Oh, yeah. When they protagonist. It's uh, too emotional. Past brings her backwards to their memories. Wonders to let go of things that she's kept hold in her head. Uh, just be prepared to weep to play this game later this year. I usually weep anyway. Oh, well, I mean, the trailers didn't give much of an insight of it. It just showed some clips and whatnot. So uh, I feel like there'll be more to come for this game. Mm, more than likely. Next up, we have Ollie Ollie World. Uh, Ollie Ollie is back with a new vibrant art style. Promising the same silky smooth skating gameplay of its predecessor, Ali Ali World. Also has branching levels that allow you to chill and explore and meeting new game characters. It also looks very cute, importantly, rad as hell. I hate skating games. I hate them. Well, this one's a side-scroller skating, so it's from left to right, and then you have different paths you can take. I feel like the only skating I ever enjoyed... In fact, there was two. There was Skate 3, because I liked the meat hall, or the halls of meat, where you got to break your bones. And then I liked all the skating levels in uh, Byro. Okay. But yeah, I, I played uh, I played Tony Hawk when I was a kid. Skate. You played the Tony Hawks? I played the Tony Hawks. He has, like, so many games. And surprisingly, they all involve skating. It would be yeah. cool if, like, just one day he went off the rail and was like, Tony Hawk gun skating and you were just on a skateboard but you just got to shoot people it would be a battle royale because of oh. course oh absolutely picture it so you make your character you're on a skateboard you're skating guns are they attached or they like float beside you what year is it is there a certain type of nanotechnology that makes them like form and deform it like would be set in the cyberpunk universe <laughs> okay <laughs> So these skateboards would be floating. Oh, not the hoverboards. We're, we've we've evolved. We have. Oh, that's a first. <laughs> hoverboards, guns, skating. There we go. That's the game premise. I'm trademarking it right now. Okay, okay. If it's the cyberpunk universe, just get ready for people to be running around with big ding-dongs and flappy <laughs> boobs, not wearing clothes. And nothing would render in correctly. Yep. <laughs> Does he have a cannon, or is that his dick? Oh my god. <laughs> Cannons would not be involved in this game, thank you very much. This is my oh. game world. I don't know what it would be called. I think it would be called, like, Hover. Hover? A skate story. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll look into that later. <laughs> Alright, the next game is uh, one that really made us question something. La Longing. This game does look very interesting. You're in the shoes of a servant waiting 400 days for your master return. But could you tell us what the big payoff in this game is meant to be? No, I can't. But so the. <sighs> it's it's weird. So you play as a servant who's waiting for his master to wake up, but he won't wake up for 400 real days. Yeah, these are 400 actual in-game days. Have they said if you can just fast-forward the time? No. But you can, like, get to the end of the game without waiting the full 400 days, they said. But, but the best payoff will come from waiting the 400 days. That's over a year. Now, my problem is it's it looks really cute. Apparently, you're meant to build up his personality and decorate his cave. And it's one of those games where you just check in to make sure he's, like, alive. But what happens if you actually die? <laughs> then you can't finish the game. And then he doesn't get to turn on on the 400th day. Imagine if it's just him. Like, this payoff better be worth it. I'm talking, like, 
I want someone to show up to my house with a box. That's it, just a box. Yeah, I don't know what's inside the box yet. I didn't think that far ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want the oh, and inside the box, I want something to like pull me into the video game world, and then I want the master to wake up. There we go. Do you really want to be in that video game world though? No, it looks creepy as shit. The what little is hand guy drawn? looks like Sora's. Yeah, the little guy looks like Sora's heartless. Really? Yeah, he's tiny and he's got no color and he's got yellow eyes. He looks like Sora's heartless, although he's got a long as shit nose. So <laughs> I was about to say that nose and that uh that hairline. You leave his hair here. Oh, I didn't see there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, okay. Allow me to continue. We'll get to that one in a moment. There is no game Wrong Dimension. Uh, a game I only heard about in the last week or so. Uh, it's like a parody of puzzle games that I can get behind. It's got a lot of portal energy in it. For I saw they did show some gameplay. It looks like... I don't know, so there's a scene where you're on, like, a PC browser, and then there's a bunch of, like, like dice and cards, and you can interact with it all. Um, yeah. I also was a big lover of The Portals. Oh, I love The Portals. I wish they would make another Portal, but... Mm, well, I'm still waiting on a Half-Life. They made Half-Life, Alex. Okay, that's a VR. They... It's still a Half-Life game. But it's not one that's that like I saying want. that fable game that was a connect game isn't real. I mean, shit, but I mean, true. I still played it anyway. I still sat on that little chair and I still waved my hands around like I was riding a horse. Yep, me too. Yeah, although, did you ever finish that game? Nope, not one bit. Someone dies. Oh, great, thanks. Yeah, I'll just spoil it for you right now. Someone dies. Okay. Yeah, the one thing that really got me on uh, There's No Game was when it showed a loading screen. The loading screen went load, so he clicked on the edge of it and tilted it down, and the loading screen loaded. I feel like that shit would piss me off, because sometimes I'm really... Like, did you ever play the Professor Layton games on the DS? Yes, yes I did. Yeah, sometimes those like hard puzzles I could do easily, and then the easiest ones I'd be sitting staring at. So I feel like if the, like there is no game has those sorts of puzzles, I'd be staring at it for the longest time, getting very frustrated. It's like, what is it not doing? Why is it so simple? What do I do? And that's just loading up the game. Yeah. All right, let's get on to the game that you seem like you're happy about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. So it involves New... turtles? Absolutely. The best type of animal. Hmm. The new TMNT game is coming to the Switch. Uh, it's the... What is it? It's the inspiration of the 90s game. Remastered. Quicker controls. Better graphics. Um, but just like nostalgia of childhood. Because I used to play the TMNT games at the Pizza Hut in my local town. When we had a Pizza Hut that had an arcade attached to it. I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I didn't... I mean, I watched the show when I was younger. I didn't play many of the games. I did play them in Injustice. <laughs> they were, like, one of my main characters. Um, Teenage Mutant like Ninja Turtles. I feel like you should do a Scooby-Doo game. Where did Scooby-Doo go? That's what all I care about. Like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are cool, but... Where's a Scooby-Doo game? Huh, that's a good question. There was that one Scooby-Doo game way back in the day. Uh, it was based on the movie where they got sucked into the video game. I do remember that game. I did love that game very much. Yeah, you had to find all the Scooby snacks. Oh, Scooby snacks. Oh, Scooby-Doo. All right, next we have Christ Tales. Uh, this is a game I've been waiting for. It was announced a while ago, and they've still been working on it. It got pushed back. It's a 2D RPG, and it's got turn-based battle mechanics. But the thing about the battle mechanics is you've got your weapon attacks, you've got your defense attacks, you've got your magic, but then the protagonist can change and alter time. So for some enemies, she can make them younger to make them weaker or make them older to make them slower. <gasps> She's going to be punching old men and babies. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> 
Take this, you old geezer. <laughs> Take this, you spoiled rotten brat. Kapow! Maybe I'm going to have to buy into the Nintendo cult and buy a Switch, because some of these games sound pretty interesting. Oh, absolutely. You should do I'm it. I'm just talking about the skate game, to be honest. Oh, just the Ollie Ollie world? Yeah. Okay. But this comes out July 20th, which is nifty, because it's two days before my birthday. I'll buy you it. Oh, you're so sweet. I try. <sighs> Konami's reviving an NES game from the 80s that was never released in America. Which, hey, okay. This hack and slash roguelike is another incredible stylish game. It's Getshufuden Undying Moon. <gasps> is this the one that looks like Okami? A little bit, yeah. I. Oh, it's like Dead Cells meets Japanese art. Yeah, this is a game that I wish I had a Switch for. There's also that one about rice that you told me about. Anything that looks like Okami has my stamp of approval. No matter if it's the worst game on the planet, I think the art style for this game um, looks amazing. I'm also a big fan of roguelikes. Hmm. I love roguelikes. It's like, because the whole point of it is you're supposed to die. <laughs> Never. Because once you die, then you gain all your experience and whatnot, and you can put it towards things to make your next run better. I can't think of the last roguelike that I played. Oh, no, Enter the Dungeon. I was going to say Hades, uh, Dead Cells, Void Bastards. Um, what you call me? Wouldn't you like to know? But the only thing is, the downside of it, they said it doesn't come out until 2022. Maybe by then, you would have finished The Longing. Maybe. Maybe. I feel like you're going to have to buy that game. because I'm going to have to start it cannot... today. Right now. And you progress, and you tell me every day what's happening in that little man's life. Uh, I'm on day 273 now. Uh, a little mole has decided to move into my burrow. <gasps> oh. Kill it. I know. There was a clay man on top of him. <laughs> Such dumb. What's coming up next? Aztec Forgotten Gods. Developed by a Mexican studio, Aztec's Forgotten Gods seem to be a blending history and sci-fi to make a kick-ass futuristic cyberstone colossal fighter. Yes, that does sound like a completely rules protagonist. Uh, Achille wields a huge cybernetic arm while she explores and kicks ass. Of the ancient in gods. America. Oh. I uh, like mythology. I'm, I'm a big fan of mythology. From the looks of it, it's like, it looks like a hack and slasher almost, but no hacking and slashing. It just, she's going up against giant gods. Uh huh. It looks like an Aztec world. Uh huh. A lot of running, jumping, flying, grinding. A hack and slash with no hack and slash? <laughs> Yeah. It's How does like she a, kill them? Please tell it's me. It's more like a punch. It's more like a punch oh. and run. Does she punch with her normal arm or her cybernetic arm? I'm going to go with her cybernetic arm. That's the kicker. All of her power comes out of her normal human hand and cybernetic arm just doesn't work. Oh, that's it. That's it right there. She just has it for looks. <laughs> oh, that would be the shittest video game character ever. That'd be a psych out. Like, look at my giant robotic arm. It does nothing, but if I raise my pinky and flip it in a circle, you get uh, cramps. <laughs> Imagine if Bayonetta, she had magic hair, but the only thing the hair could do was just change her outfit. So it would just be a game with guns. <laughs> and then her outfit just changes colors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, demon hair, you say? And then it just changes her outfit to pink, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> that makes the game so much longer. <laughs> I mean, isn't the second one you have to use your hair to fly? True. You couldn't do that. You'd just be running behind the enemy. And you also use your hair to turn into a giant butterfly lady. Oh, I never got to play the second one because reasons. I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. I could. I just don't want to buy a Switch right now. Mm. Speaking of roguelike, Skull, the hero slayer, is a fast-paced action roguelite with a cool retro aesthetic where you switch abilities by switching your head. Okay, when they said that, because I played this game at PAX last, no, in 2000, and yeah, last year, 2020, because that's it's before the world shut down. You played it last year during the COVID? Uh, before COVID was a thing, like a big, big thing. This is like uh -oh. the beginning of March, because we shut down at the end of March. This is very true. So this was like pre-COVID. Yes, this was like one week pre-COVID, because the... 
convention center where PAX was being held already had like all the staff just like rubbing down all the escalators and elevators with alcohol. Like this is disinfectant. Don't drink it. What did you think of the game when you played it? I liked it because I'm a roguelike whore. <laughs> I've heard that about you. I, I have too. I've seen it written in bathroom stalls. Ah, oh, I wrote that. Oh. And then I also wrote to call this person for a good time. So there are 90 characters, but the thing is, the 90 characters are you. You have to switch out your head. Oh, do you remember what some of the head does? Uh, one causes like chains to pop up all over the map, causing damage. One does fireballs, one does ice. Uh, the ones in the demo was like, he gets a wield a sword. I can't remember the rest, but when I heard about it and whatnot, I don't know if you ever played the game. It was on PlayStation Portable. Mm. It's called Deadhead Fred. Never heard of it. I also didn't have a PSP. Okay. Deadhead Fred was you were a detective who was on a uh, mob boss's trail and you got too close. So the mob boss killed you. But then a mad scientist brought you back to life. And literally it was a cliff kind of thing. It was your brain in a jar and then you were just controlling your body. I feel like I've seen stuff about that game before. And the thing about it is you get different abilities from the different heads you have. So like you got a voodoo head that made you tiny. You got a a gas head that made you float. You Mm -hmm. got a pin head that made you shoot pin missiles. You got a cylinder block head that gave you like giant rock arms. But the coolest thing about it was like your brain in the jar body, like that head made you invisible and gave you shock powers. I was like, okay, this is some deadhead red stuff right here. I was hoping they'd remaster it kind of like they did Stubbs the Zombie. If they brought that game back, I'd totally buy it. Probably. You'd already have it pre ordered if it was just announced. I know. Yeah, I, I like the concept of that game. I do too. Uh, when is summer of 2021? So it's coming out soon. That is good. I'll make you play it and then you can tell me all about it. Yep. And then last we have Art of Alley, uh, Beasts. We have, okay, here's a game I've been looking at on Facebook and everything else. Uh, Ender Lies. Oh, did you call it Ender Lies? Yes, Ender Lies. Ender Lilies. Ender Lilies? Mm-hmm. Wow, see, I'm illiterate. <laughs> I just like correcting you. It's fine. That's fine. I have to be corrected. If not, then I don't know where I'm going wrong. Quietest of the Nights. Did you say it's a Metroidvania? Yes. Oh, so it'll be right in your territory then. It looks like a Metroidvania meets uh, Dark Souls again. Indeed. Oh, I see there's a House of the Dead remake coming. Is that the typing? Oh, wait, no. Is that the typing one? No, House of the Dead was the first-person shooter back in the day people would play on the Sega Dreamcast. I feel like I played something like that, but an arcade. Yeah, I used to play House of the Dead with my buddy back when I was like six and seven. We'd go over to his house, pop up the Dreamcast in his brother's room, and we'd just shoot zombies. I think zombie games are one of my favorites. And then the last game announced was Oxenfree 2, The Lost Signals. I've never played Oxen Free 1. I've heard it's meant to be really good. I was about to say I've never played the first one. I apparently just suck at playing indie games, but... Well, this is a game showcase, so it's all, it's all about the indie games. I mean, the clue's in the name there. I hope so. I feel like it's out on the Xbox store, too. I'll have to check. There you go. Something to do later in life. Later in life? I could just do it today, but I'll do it later in life. We'll go over some quick bites on the PlayStation 5 update. PS5 storage expansion and management. So now the PS5 can support external hard drives, but there is a catch. So it says, like the article and Sony says you can transfer your PS5 games over to the external hard drive. I find that to be false. I have not been able to transfer any of my PS5 version games over. I have been able to transfer my PS4 version games over. Uh, They also said that when you transfer the game over, you will not be able to play the game. You'll just have to transfer it back to the main console. So I'm just like... I feel like Xbox has something similar right now. Are they doing external high drives that allow you to play the games eventually? Or 
maybe eventually, but I wasn't about to dish out uh, nearly $200 for a solid state drive for a decent storage because yeah. it's like $89 for a 500 gig. I'm like, well, I just moved over that Call of Duty game that I downloaded to play with friends, and that's 200 gigs by itself. Call of Duty is an interesting one. Interesting is that it eats 400 gigabytes because I have both Warzone and Black Ops on my console. So that's 400 gigabytes that I just get to watch sit. I'll see. I just have Warzone because it's free and that's 200 gigs. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Yeah. And how many times do you play it? Maybe like once in the month that I've known you? Yes. Because my friend Tara is like, do you want to play Pew Pews? And I was like, I'll try Pew Pews. And then we tried Pew Pews. And then I got really excited and overwhelmed. And my anxiety kicked in. You thought Pew Pews meant like Splatoon? Maybe. <laughs> this isn't squid people with ink. Why aren't we not painting the field? I mean, you're painting the field just in blood. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We played something called plunders yeah plunders i like go plunder. and collect you money collect money you don't even have to be good at the game you don't have to be good you just have to collect money get rich tend to be tom nook oh don't all tom nook you are you wonder where your villagers go <laughs> in the basement mm-hmm <laughs> But the expansion also says, uh, instead of having to re-download it, you just have to transfer it from the external to the internal. That's the thing, though. I've moved all my PS4 games over to the external hard drive, and only on my internal hard drive is my PS5 games. So I was like, let me test this out real quick. Uh, PS4 games will still run perfectly fine on the external hard drive. So you don't have to move them back, so it frees up space. I've gone from... Only 60 gigs available to 370 gigs available now. And I can't wait to watch you fill it up. I can't either. There'll be another sale, especially for that moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got the PlayStation Store sale going on right now. Oh, no. Don't do it. I'm trying not to. I got my hands away from the keyboard, I promise. Okay. But not away from the Switch, though. Uh, That's over on the bed, just staring at me. But (laughs) the one thing I did want to test out was... Uh, games that come with a free upgrade to the next-gen console update. So that's the one thing I don't like about Sony, but Xbox has down pat. If Xbox has a game and it has a free upgrade to the X or S version, they just like, okay, this now can play as the X or S version. PlayStation will be like, well, here's the PS4 edition, but (laughs) you can also get the PS5 edition. It's free, but you have to have both of them downloaded at the same time. Or you can't play the other. So weird. So like Dead by Daylight, for example, Blech. I have the PS4 physical copy of the Nightmare Edition, which mm-hmm. is uh, does not work. And it gave me the free upgrade to the PS5 version. And the reason why I say it does not work, and this is a complaint I've had since I've got the game in uh, December. The Nightmare version comes with all the beginning DLC in the disc. If I play the PS4 version, I can play all the DLC. The sad fact is, I don't have my progression, and I don't have all my trophies. But if I play the PS5 version, I have a completely separate trophy lift and a completely separate progression. Wait, really? Yes. That's so, so dumb. It's the same game, but two different trophies, and two different progressions. What I focus on is progression between <clears throat> platforms. So I'm just like, it's on the exact same console, it's the exact same game, one just runs at a higher frame rate and is at better graphics. And you're telling me I have to either play the PS4 version at a lower frame rate and lose all 86 of my trophies and start all over, or I can play the PS5 version at the better frame rate and everything, but I have to pay for all the DLC. Sounds about right. So I've been going back and forth with behavior games like, hey, this is an issue. And they're like, oh, we're working on it. And they've been telling me that since December, we're working on yeah, it. And yesterday, I finally messaged them. strike change for like three years, so. Well, I messaged them yesterday again. I was like, hey, this is a follow-up of the issue I've been having since December. When are y'all going to get this fixed? Because you keep telling me you're working on it, you're working on it, you're working on it. And the person replied back to me, we're putting this question on freeze so you can no longer communicate about it. Uh, we are still working with Sony, and you can check our social media accounts for any updates from here on out. 
I was like, they you cheeky bastard. They said, you know what? Fuck off. Apparently. But yeah, that's the uh, external storage aspect of it. But I did find out I did move the PS4 version of Dead by Daylight to the external hard drive. But I kept the PS5 on the internal because it won't let me move it. And it still plays perfectly fine. Oh, well, there you go. So I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> you can now do cross-gen share play. So now you can do uh, share play per- past the virtual controller with people from the PS5 to the PS4. It still doesn't make me want to play the game. You don't want to play Astro's uh, Playroom? No. Okay. <laughs> Enhanced controls and personalized options for the PS5 console. Improved game base. The game base menu has been improved for quicker access to important content and features. You can easily switch between parties and friends. Uh, disable game chat or adjust player's volume. Game update pre-download. Once enabled by the developers, title updates for games can be pre-downloaded under automatic downloads. That way, when the download is set to go live, you don't have to wait. That would be so nice. Because I feel like the way Microsoft does it, it's always like on a Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, what do I want to do? I want to play video games. Then every single video game that I want to play has an update. Hmm, sounds like something that happened last night, Mr. 8-Gig Update. <laughs> yeah. Uh, new trophy settings and stats screen and screen zoom. Uh, new features for the PlayStation app. Uh, join chats, change notifications, uh, wish list games, but still no update to the remote play, which I freaking hate because I've been trying to remote play into my PlayStation and it's like, no. You have to have a yeah, PS4 I remember controller. Yeah, that entire process. I'm not very tech savvy, so I was like, you're doing great. but So those are the PlayStation 5 updates that just came with the big, big update itself. Uh, my biggest thing is the storage expansion. It will be nice, even if you have to constantly transfer the, the two between. I mean, it saves you from having to download it, because just think, if I mean, if you're somewhere with like really crappy internet, and it's like, oh, you want to play Plunders? Okay, um... So it's 200 gigs, and you only get 10 megabytes per second. And uh, so we'll be here for a week. I feel very attacked right now. That's, That's all I you, get. You pre-download I mean, it, it at home. Yeah, it usually gets like 40 megabytes, but sometimes it can sit stably at 10, and I'm like, oh no. And here's something you can talk on while we're on the topic of Sony. Uh, a Sony character has joined Fortnite. Oh, yeah, I, it, I didn't buy her, but Aloy has indeed joined Fortnite. Aloy from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I, I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, but they're doing another Harley Quinn skin. And I, because pro- I don't have any of the Harley Quinn skins. So I was like, I'll just wait. You'll just wait. I'll just wait. I know that you're like big against in-game cosmetics, but I am. me on the other hand... Well, you can spend so much money on buying like actual games. I can usually be found at street corners selling my ass for in-game currency so I can buy cosmetics. Hey, you do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. It's I've, seen your, I've seen your Jane in Dead by Daylight and your Nancy. Yeah, Nia has most of the cosmetics. Her I too. Help it. I just want to look pretty while being stabbed. <laughs> we all have dreams, kid. Keep them up. Yeah. Alright, so let's move on to something that you know most about, and that is the Capcom recap. So I cannot fucking wait. Capcom had a Resident Evil showcase this week, and let's dive into it. Hit me. Alright, let's start with uh, the Resident Evil Village fourth trailer for the PS5 and PS4, and the eight-hour playable demo. It's, uh, it's playable for eight hours. But I don't think you get to play the full eight hours. They were very weird with their demo times. Um, first of all, I just want to say it still baffles me that you haven't played Resident Evil 7. Hey, this is a show about video games, not a show about attacking me. I know, but I'm just saying it's a great game. Mm. Well, they did announce uh, Resident Evil 4 VR for the Oculus Quest 2, and I have that. So I might pick that up and like go piss my pants. Resident Evil 4 is it's considered to be the best one i disagree but that's okay 
Um, but yeah, it is a very good game. And from what they showed off, was it two nights ago? As of now, yes. Yeah, Resident Evil Village is shaping up to be another great game. Yeah, no new Resident Evil games were announced. It was just more talk about games that have already been in the the works. Yeah, they have that Battle Royale style game, which I have a few opinions about, but that's okay. What are your opinions? Please do share. Oh, it's trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's it trash. Okay. Good. Oh, it could be good. So when they first announced Resident Evil Village, they said that there was going to be a multiplayer game that came with it. And for the longest time, people have wanted... There was a game, I think it's called Outbreak. Um, there was two games where you played as, like, four survivors, and you had to work together to, like, do puzzles. It was essentially, like, old-school Resident Evil mixed with, like, multiplayer. And you had to help each other, you had to heal each other. So people were expecting that. There was also another game that came out on the 360. I think it was on PlayStation as well, called Operation Raccoon City, where it was, like, a four-player shooter game. It didn't do too well, although people who, like, most of the people that I played it with loved that game very much. Um, so people were expecting that. So when we got a Battle Royale game, it was a bit disappointing. So the game is Resident Evil Reverse. Yes. It's free if you buy Village. Yes. Um, you play as heroes, and then I think if you die, you play as the bioweapons. Oh, I can imagine I can imagine it'll do well, but there was a game that came out with Resident Evil 3 called Resident Evil Resistance that mm. was sort of like Dead by Daylight in the concept of like it was 4v1. It did really well in the beginning, and then after a year they stopped all like, support for the game. So I have a funny feeling this'll do the same. Well, yeah. So that's the cooperative. Yes, like you said, it is free for the village owners. Uh, they have more information to be shared on that later. Uh, they also debuted... Uh, no, they actually got a new trailer for Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, an upcoming CGI series for Netflix starring Leon and Claire. It will <laughs> launch in July of this year. I think it's set four years after Resident Evil 4. Uh, it is set a couple years after Resident Evil 4 in 2006. So it will feature Ashley. But it her no father likes her. as the president. Okay, Ashley's Ashley also father? returns. Oh no, she was so annoying. If you ever play four, you're gonna hate her. The amount of times I accidentally shot her and then she just screams and causes all the zombies to come at you. No, zombies usually chase her, and then you've got to protect her. And then there's a part where she's attached to a statue, and you have to shoot the statue. But the amount of times you'll just shoot her, and she'll just fucking die. Hmm. She raises some <clears throat> inert PTSD inside my body. It's okay. Live-action movie Welcome to Raccoon City has wrapped up filming, and at this point is in post-production, Capcom says. Indeed. I think it's meant to be a soft reboot of the... Al Did you ever watch the Resident Evil movies with Alice in it? Yes. Okay, so I secretly love those movies. Um, I know that they start off really well, and then they get worse towards the end. I fucking love them all. Um, so they're doing this branch of movies because I think there's going to be three but they're going to focus more on the game so you're going to focus more on the Spencer Mansion you're going to focus on Raccoon City Claire and Chris are going to be in it I think Leon hmm well it's been a while since I've seen the Resident Evil movies so I can't really recall <clears throat> they, I mean they didn't follow the game hmm. but they were good well, that's something to wait on. Uh, release date will be no word on the release date yet. So it hopefully later this year. Maybe it maybe <laughs> might be an October movie. Maybe we always like Halloween. Uh, the most enticing news of this that really affects me as a gamer is Resident Evil will join Dead by Daylight. <sighs> I can't even complain because I've always I've ugh, people didn't believe me. They were like, "Oh, because I think at the start of the year they were teasing something, and it was it was Resident Evil, and people were like, no, it's not. It's gonna be Candyman, and I was like, no, listen, bitch, it's gonna be Resident Evil. 
and no one believed me. And I knew it was the twenty first, like the twenty fifth birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. And look what we have. Resident Evil meets Dead by Daylight. So obviously uh, everyone's losing their minds about who the survivors are going to be. Although I think it's going to be clear based on what Matthew said. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the killer is. Because mm. I, uh, I remember a while ago they said that there wasn't going to be a killer with a rocket launcher. But everyone's like, oh my god, it's going to be Nemesis. And he has a rocket launcher. Well, they might take it away from him. If not, it might be Mr. X. Mr. X would be cool. I know that a lot of people really want um, Lady Demonestru, or I don't know how to pronounce her name, from Resident Evil Village, only because she's a tall woman. I mean, that would be a change. I mean, when was the last time I got a female killer? Oh, um, the twins. The twins. The t- <laughs> fuck. Say less. It reminds me of the meme that I saw yesterday that my friend Tara sent me. It was a mom picking up a child from the pool. And it was like the mom was the DVD community and the child she was picking up was Resident Evil. And then you had a child drowning and it said the trickster who was the last killer from K-pop. Oh, yeah. And then under the water, dead as a skeleton, it said the twins. I feel like the Resident Evil chapter also opens up for a slew of legendary skins. Because no matter who they put in the game, there was always the option that they will add a legendary skin to turn them into player, Jill... Ada Wong, like anyone, because they're doing that with um, Stranger Things, right? They're adding a legendary skin for Steve, where you get to play as Jonathan Byers. Yes, you get to play as the brother. And they're also adding, I've never watched the show, but there's three skins coming from, is it The Creep? I'm not too sure. There's a Doctor, a Huntress, and a Hag skin coming from a TV show, but I can't remember the name of the show, but that's pretty cool. Hmm. That's going to be nifty. Yeah. And then Capcom wraps up the show and announced the Resident Evil 4 VR for the Oculus Quest 2, which is an envelopment. Uh, the version of the game moves in an action to a first-person perspective. Even the inventory management is now in 3D. More details will come about this, which will be released on April 21st. April? April. Well, no, the Oculus Showcase, which is on April 21st. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think they'd showed quite a lot at the Resident Evil showcase. There was a bunch of demo times that were very confusing. I think Gen 4 and 5 get like 8 hours, and they get to play it earlier. Um, but then you get to explore either the village or the castle. But I don't think I want to play it, because I, I like to explore. I don't know if there's going to be enemies in those locations, or you just get to walk around. <laughs> It's just like a daily stroll. The the people yeah, who want to kill you don't come out they, until night. The way they aired it, it sounded like just a leisurely stroll through the village or the castle, which I don't know if I'd want to do. They also showed that the mercenaries mode is back, and that was a mode in Resident Evil 6, but this time it's going to be first person. Ooh. And then they showed, I think there was two gameplay trailers for Resident Evil Village. They showed more of that beautiful vampire that everyone is losing their mind over. Yeah, I remember when they first debuted that. Everybody was going crazy about the giant vampire lady. She's beautiful. I think she's like one of the tallest biomutants in the game. She's like nine foot tall. Hey, get on with your tall self. And she wears heels, and she wears dresses, and she's beautiful. If she's not in some sort of like Mortal Kombat game, I'm going to cry. Oh, that'd be nice, but lord, she'd just trump over everybody else. She'd just step on them. Yeah, they could shorten her, it's fine. It's video games, they can do whatever they want. No, that's true. <laughs> she can have that, like, that knee reduction surgery. <laughs> the top half is just like really tall, but then she's got no knees, so it's like tiny little feet. <sighs> what happened? Uh, a bit of gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but no, I'm super excited for Resident Evil. I think 7 was a great change from the typical over-the-shoulder shooter um, that 4 brought with it, and 8's going to continue. You still plays the same protagonist. Um, there's four different locations. I think you get to see more about Umbrella's origins. And I am just genuinely excited. So all in all, from a not-so-heavy Capcom fan for the Resident Evil life, this sounds like something that's going to turn out very great. I might look into the Oculus Quest 2 uh, 
game for Resident Evil 4, and I might actually play Resident Evil 4 for the first time in my life in first person. <sighs> it still makes me sad that you just you should just play the ones. I think they're on PlayStation. They they remastered the first like all of them. Yeah, they're all remastered and they're on sale right now on the Switch store, so I might get them on Switch. Who knows? They're not all remastered. Code Veronica will never be remastered, and it makes me sad. Well, there's a lot of remastered ones on the Switch right now. Yes, there are. And they're definitely worth your time. Okay, I'll definitely look into it. No, you won't. It's okay. That's <laughs> no, fine. As long as you know I'm lying. Yep. So, any takeaways from today's show? Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've developed a video game where you play as a skateboarder in Cyberpunk. I really like Resident Evil. Um, I'm still not attending the Nintendo call, but maybe I will. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Who knows? And uh, PlayStation 5 has memory. <laughs> yeah. Mine is Crisis Tale coming out on July 20th. Uh, Getsufu Dunman, Undying Moon. Bless the... you. <laughs> Thank you. Aztec Forgotten Gods. Skull, a hero slayer. Uh, Ender Lilies. <laughs> Ender Lies. Ender Lies, yes. Ender Lies. Uh, the storage update. So, and then now we've got uh, Resident Evil and Dead by Daylight crossover. I wonder if a lot of more people will join the Dead by Daylight community just because of the Resident Evil add-on. I mean, they did that. I hope the killer is good because people did that with Stranger Things and no one plays the Demogorgon, so. I've run into the Demogorgon a few times. I need to play yeah, as the I Demogorgon. Like the first match we ever had together was with the Demogorgon. Yeah, and that white skin, so it looked like he had spider webs or uh, un- other things covered in his body. Mucus. Sure, let's go with that. So essentially your take from today has been that your Switch is going to be filled with video games that you're probably not going to play for a year. That's okay, I got a one terabyte memory card in it. Oh, there you go. I've got the room. (laughs) Well, everybody, that wraps up episode 41 of the Double XP podcast. Remember to like and review us on all your podcast platform of choice because it really helps us out in the long run. You can find me on social media at BioMosley. You can find Patrick at Blithringa. And that is B-L-O-D-H-T-H-R-I-N-G-A on all his social medias. You can find Jamie. Street corner selling ass for in-game currency. All right. He wants those in-game currencies to buy those cosmetics, y'all. So if you see him, support him. (laughs) I need it. And we want to thank you for tuning in for your weekly dose of double XP. Have a good one.